If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Do you live stream these when you do them on YouTube? Hey, shut it. We're going live. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the expert of experts, the guy of guys, the the, the guy that will be leaving us here shortly, Connor. Connor, welcome in. Glad to have you here for one of the last times. The guy that you're going to run out of names for. Yep, yep. Yep. That, okay. that's, I think for your very last episode, I'm just going to make like a laundry list of like describing adjectives for you. So it'll yeah. be prepared and just like keep going. I okay. want like 20 cringy nicknames. Just keep rifling them off. All right. I'll um, join in after you read them all off. <laughs> <laughs> and Connor, and then you pop in and we're ready to go. <laughs> I like it. And joining us back from the dead, it seems, the uh, Green Goblin himself, the voice of God, Diz. Diz, welcome back, buddy. We missed you on Monday. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. I really have no excuse. Uh, <laughs> I was off work on Monday and did not plan accordingly, and it was like 4.30, and I, I was like, like, shit, I can't do the pod. So that one's on me, but I'm bouncing back. I'm coming in hot. And uh, I'm going to win this December dumbest dummy boy. Uh, so you were, you were very close. Like to, you, you, you were very close to being disqualified because I, I was aware. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I talked to Connor about it on last episode. I said, we might have to DQ Diz for this month because we have absolutely no idea where he's at. We've asked for it for weeks we didn't have anything, but fortunately, before you came back on the pod, you helped us out. You gave us the results. So when we get to the Dumbest Dummy competition, we do have updated standings for everybody. Yep, that's my bad. Today, I realized that I probably should get DQ'd, so I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it at work. If anyone catches me, I'm just going to say, hey, this is an emergency. <laughs> I have to be on FanDuel right now. Yeah, I'm sure that would go over real well. Fortunately, no one saw me. Um, a lot of people were on PTO, so it was a perfect, perfect day for me to go back and, uh, get some records. So sorry for the delay, but, uh, glad we could get those numbers in. Yeah, absolutely. Which thank you for that disc. Cause that also leads us to a transition into our topic for today. We did tease this on Monday's episode, but today we're going to talk about our FanDuel year in review. Now, all of ours are going to be extremely extremely different and that's what makes this great uh connor he he started doing fanduel and stuff basically when he started getting on the podcast and so he he has like half a year max probably not even half a year no not even close yeah and then diz is a much different different better than me you guys know this he's he's all about the safer bets the straight bets the Stuff like that. I'm about the long shot, the Hail Marys 
Um, so th this should be fun. This should be interesting. Now, before though, I will. I, I did want to bring this up because I've been thinking about this for like a week now. I'm curious to what your guys' answer to this question is, or what your thoughts are on this. But when you think of like the year in review type stuff, like just reviewing your year of being on an app, what mm -hmm. first comes to your guys' mind is the one, like the one app that really popularized this, like this. That'd be Spotify. Spotify. That was my answer, and I figured that would be everyone else's answer. But Spotify, you didn't, you weren't know. feeling Spotify. I uh, watched it a few times this year, maybe, or went on it a few times this year. Well, and and so it really, if you were big on social media, you everyone would always put out their Spotify. They call it Spotify Wrapped, which is like your gift of like what you listen to the most over the year. So that's immediately what I think of when I think of these year in reviews. But I was just curious if you guys had thought that or know of any other apps or anything like that that do kind of this similar uh thing oh i apps i want to comment on this that's a great point i love the fanduel year in review because i have apple music mm. and uh shout out shout out to the podfather for paying for my apple music that's why i don't have spotify mm -hmm. but um yeah so fanduel year in review is is great for me because i feel a little uh left out when i don't get a spotify rap so <laughs> definitely definitely hype that i get a fandle year interview and i'm pretty juiced to talk about mine obviously juiced to hear about patty's because his his year interview is insane so I'm, I'm juiced to talk about it today absolutely so um for those that don't know i mean if you look on social media you'll find these um if you actually bet on fandle it's at the very top it just says 2021 year in review um and it'll give you uh, your most bet team, your biggest underdog win, your favorite type of bet, your biggest winning day, your most bet on sport, your total bonus awarded, which that's not a huge deal. Um, the number of same game parlays and parlays won, your biggest single win by dollar amount, and then your biggest same game parlay or parlay won by dollar amount. So I guess we'll start at the top, boys. Most bet team. I know what Diz's is, but Diz, do you want to share yours or do you want, I don't know how we want to go about doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I want to let Connor guess this one uh, before I say what it is. Connor, do you have any guess on what my most bet team was this past year? This past year? Oh boy. It's a lot. They're just trying to think of like what sports happened, what teams would Diz like to bet on. It honestly surprised um, me, so I'd be very surprised if you got it. It surprised me as well. You guys will not guess mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you give me the sport. MLB, baseball. Oh, boy. is Was it the Reds? It Damn. sure was the Reds. Shout out to Sunshine. <laughs> I was only right thinking of Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much right when we started this podcast. It was, it was kind of in the dog days of summer. And, uh, I mean, bet together, win together. I was riding with my boy, Sunshine. I mean, I'm a big fan of emotional hedging, but there was a good two-month chunk there where the Reds were red hot and no one gave them credit, so the money line value was insane. I made great money off the Reds this year, and even though we didn't uh, make the playoffs and it was kind of a disappointing finish, at least I got to profit off of them. So shout-out to the Reds. Shout-out to Sunshine. I, he probably won't listen to this pod, but Sunshine, <laughs> if you're listening, 
I appreciate you. I appreciate your resilience and your persistence with the Reds. It's tough to be a Reds fan, but uh, glad I got to cash on that. I would say, I think coincidentally, that two-month span that Diz was always betting the Reds' money line was probably the most uh, frequent appearances of Sunshine on this podcast. I don't think those are coincidental. I think we came to the conclusion that the Reds are the best team in baseball when Sunshine is on this podcast and betting on the Reds' money line. So, Absolutely. I'm going to convince him to be on the pod more because when he was on the pod, we were playing really well. So uh, let's get him back on. I I thought for sure, Diz, your most bet team would have been the uh, Florida Panthers. I I thought – because I thought you would always do like $5 live bets and all last season, you know, the Panthers were losing and going in late in the games and you tell me about how you put $5 on the Panthers and they won you 25 and – but uh, – Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a good guess because at the end of last season, I definitely profited off the Florida Panthers, especially live bets. The way the Panthers win games, they'll they'll they like to give up a goal or two early, but their offense is so high powered that I would love to jump on a live bet and get some value. I haven't done it a lot this season, just from like an emotional hedging standpoint. I think our record is way better than anyone thought it would be. So I've kind of stayed away for that reason. The value hasn't been great, but yeah, that would be a good guess as well. So here's another question for you guys. So most bet team. Do you think that's in terms of actual bets or if that's dollar amount? I think it's dollar amount. I don't know if I agree with that because what did we all bet? We all bet a – well, we didn't bet on a team, did we, when we did the 100 piece, didn't we? We bet the over. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So that was – And that was – that's a lot of my Panthers bets as well were the overs because yeah. we score a lot of goals. So yeah. I not, rarely did I take Panthers money line unless it was live. Yep, yep. And then also, um, with baseball, there's just so many more games to bet on than any other sport. So, uh, not super surprising that that was the case. All right, Connor, your most bet team. Any guesses on the sport? On the, see, I'm, I... I'm guessing NHL, heavy. What's your guess? I, I'm guessing... I'm guessing it's the NHL, and I'm guessing the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I just want the sport. Uh, just to be different, I'll say NBA. It is NBA. Oh, and you hate the I, NBA. I know. Any guess on the team? <laughs> uh, okay, let me let me think about the team here. Golden State I Warriors. Hope it like, what's your guess, Diz? Oh shit! I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Just picking NBA. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go with the. I'll go with the Milwaukee Bucks. It was the Golden State Warriors. Yes. I opened it and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like how?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But over like the first few weeks of the season, there was no team to bet on more consistently than the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Uh, so mine is also in the NBA, but. And Diz, you might already know this if you remember, because I did send you a screenshot of this. But uh, so if you don't remember, Diz, you can take a guess at the team. But uh, Connor, do you want to guess the NBA team that I most bet on? Um, let's see, the Hornets. No, Diz, do you have a guess or do you remember? I thought from your screenshot it was your ex-girlfriend that you keep calling the Houston Astros. No, that is not correct. 
but you are in the right general area. It is the Phoenix Suns. Ah. And do you know why it's the Phoenix Suns? Because if you recall, and I believe this is correct, but didn't the Phoenix Suns make it to the Western Conference Finals last year? Or the, the NBA Finals last year, I believe. And so last year, the, the Suns were red hot, especially at the end of the season, and I would just constantly bet them like every single night, regardless of the spread or anything like that. And it's kind of continued this year. They've been a very good team against the spread. So, yeah, that's not – it wasn't super surprising to me because it's not one of my favorite teams, but I don't like to bet on my favorite team. So mine's a little bit uh, tougher to gauge. So two MBAs and an MLB for this crew. It's pretty wild considering I didn't really consider Diz to be a heavy MLB better. I bet it is. I bet it is uh, amount of times bet because like you said, like there's so many MLB games to bet on. I obviously bet NFL the most, but one team, I mean, the max you can bet on them is 17 times, right? So. That's probably correct. Yeah. It, well, and if, you, if you're like me and you have pretty much the same unit size for every single bet that you place, then, you know, I don't think it's that surprising. But also for me, I, I just realized this and kind of thought about this too. So for me, I a lot of times on FanDuel use FanDuel for my parlays. So if you're talking purely single bets, especially like last year in the NBA playoffs when I would have bet a side of the NBA playoffs just in single games, not in parlays, then I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. All right, now this next one, I think this is the one where I take the cake on it, but we'll see what happens. Biggest underdog win in terms of odds. Connor, would you like to start us off with yours? Plus 11,865. It's very good. That is very good. That was, that was higher than, honestly, I was expecting. Really? I don't even know what that was from. Well, I don't know what that's from either because that's not, <laughs> it's not mine. It, it should say it's probably from your biggest winning day. What was your What's your biggest winning day? Uh, ten twenty three, twenty twenty one. So that'd have been October twenty third, around Halloween time. I mean, it probably was just a big uh, NHL parlay. Could have been or NFL. Was it possibly too. a? Was it possibly a two touchdown prop? It it could have been. It very well could have been. Oh, that may have been my three touchdown Aaron Jones night. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That's the thing is you have to try to remember these things because it's it's been so long. All right, uh, Diz, what was your biggest underdog win? It was plus seven fifty, which, uh, as as my Diz stands know, I I don't like to take crazy parlays and things of that nature. But Patty, do you remember what my plus seven fifty was? I know we kind of talked about it on Christmas Eve, but uh, my plus seven fifty. Do you remember it? I do, and we definitely did talk about this, so this, this moment's not going to seem as genuine as it was when we first talked about it, but uh, that was TA7, that yep. good old Tim, Tim Anderson. 
Timmy Anderson walk off in the Field of Dreams game. Yep. One of my favorite gambling moments ever. I'm I'm so happy we talked about it on the pod. I'm so happy we lived about it. And shout out to Rankle. He's been on the pod a few times. Uh, he was actually texting me and was like, Tim Anderson, walk off right here. And I was like, dude, don't jinx it. <laughs> and then first, first freaking pitch. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, really awesome. And uh, I still came in last place that month in Dumbest Dummy Picks. <laughs> so that, that just shows you where I'm at as a gambler. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, that, that was an awesome moment, awesome bet. And uh, shout out Tim Anderson. Also, that month was when I took Tim Anderson to hit a home run at much better odds. It was probably actually like a week before Diz took it. Uh, it was it was actually the game before. You got like <laughs> nine to one odds, and I think that's why you beat me in the dumbest dummy. It was glorious, but we are a pro TA7 podcast for sure. Absolutely. So my biggest underdog win was plus – 79,518. That was when I hit the Hail Mary parlay of the day. And it was, there was some NHL. I'm pretty sure there was some NBA going on, maybe even some MLB. And uh, that was when we had that late comeback for the Vegas Golden Knights that ended up cashing that bet. And it, I mean, it, I, I still remember it like it was yesterday. Literally could not sleep that night because I was so juiced. Ugh. That 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 was an awesome night for me as well. Just like you texted me a bunch of times, and finally you called me because I was on a on a long drive, and uh, I tried to stay up for it. I couldn't do it, but waking <laughs> up to waking up to your text that you hit that was uh, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite type of bet in a shocking turn of events. Fanduel says my favorite type of bet is actually a straight bet. Can you guys believe that? I, I was a little surprised, believe it or not, but uh, I, I can believe it because so many of the bets, I guess for me, I was surprised as well. But thinking back on it, the amount of bets that you make, obviously my favorite type of bet is a teaser, but you can only have so many of those in an NFL season. So I get why mine is a straight. I was a little surprised to see yours was a straight. Connor, was yours a straight as well? Yes, it was. Straight flush. <laughs> But I think you make a good point, right? Like, for every 10-leg parlay, you know, you might be taking 10 straights to go along with it. So I think there's just more opportunities to take straights than there are to take parlays. Absolutely. I mean, every Dumbest Dummy competition bet that I do, I I do it as straight legs. So, you know, and those are pretty much the only straights that I bet on FanDuel. But even that alone more than covers up for the amount of parlays that I take on FanDuel. So, um, I mean, I assume most bet sport uh, correlates with your guys' most bet team. Mine was basketball, goes with the Suns. No? Connor, what, your, what's your most nope. bet sport? Oh, this should be easy. What do you think hockey? it is? It is hockey. Okay. So that just means you spread your hockey picks out more uh evenly than you do with your uh basketball. golden state warriors basketball <laughs> i don't know who to pick golden state <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh diz there's no way Diz is baseball yeah it's actually football i was surprised as well uh simply because of the amount of games the mlb season has but 
other than the Reds and and a couple no run second innings, I really didn't bet baseball that much. So yeah, I get that it's football, but uh, I was honestly a little surprised as well. Yep, absolutely. Um, total bonus awarded. I don't care too much about that. I mean, that's just how many of the risk free stuff that you took and this out of the other. So we'll skip that. Um, this one might be interesting. The the number of same game parlays and parlays won this year. Now, this obviously, I don't know when the cutoff was for this because I've hit a couple since this. Um, but for my year, the number of same-game parlays and parlays won was 45. <laughs> does does anyone top that? I I do not top that, but I was I was damn happy with mine <laughs> at 25. So I was bar- <laughs> I was barely over half of yours, but. Yeah. Uh, I was I was pretty juiced with that number. That seems like way too much for me. I I wouldn't even think I made thirty parlays past year. I wonder if that counts like refunds on same game parlays and such. If you hit it, I think that's just what they're counting it for. I don't think if you were to do like a risk free one, I don't think they would count it as a if like if you lost on a risk free one and got your money back, I don't think they count that as a parlay one. I just I can't believe I had twenty five. Maybe I'm gonna turn into a parlay guy. How many do you think I have with only less than four months of betting? I was gonna say like eleven. Higher? I bet it's. Higher. I bet it's more than. I bet it's more than me. Less than Patty. It is. Wow. Thirty-seven. Thirty-six. Wow. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. If you if you would have dethroned me, then I might have had to relinquish my title of Patty Parlays. Yeah. Well, if I had the full year, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're hitting at a more frequent rate than I am. That's for sure. Those hockey ones, like yeah. I just hit two more parlays last night. Nice. Yeah, one on uh, winners for hockey, and then one on the overs. All three overs to hit. Which I thought wasn't going to be the case. I thought there was no way those overs were going to hit, yeah. and then they hit easily. Um, and then biggest single win. Um, I think that just kind of probably correlates with your biggest underdog wins. Is that accurate? Uh, no, for some reason. Okay. I must put more money on this one. So what? What's what's your biggest single win then? Four hundred forty-four dollars and nineteen cents. Nice. That's good. But yeah, I put it on something else. Right. It must have been like a ten-dollar risk-free that hit or something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My, mine definitely correlates. So my biggest underdog win was 79,000 odds. And so my biggest single win was $796 and 18 cents. Um, so I just put $1 on that with those odds. And that's the biggest single win. Diz, is yours the same as your biggest underdog win for odds? Uh-oh. Did we lose Diz? Uh-oh. You guys hear me? I lost you for a bit. We, we we got you now. Do, does your uh, biggest single win directly correlate to your biggest underdog win, Diz? It did. If you recall, it was a 100-piece on the Panthers-Rangers over. Nice. Wait, no. So then it, it doesn't correlate. No. I, I thought he said it did. It does not correlate. 
No. So what? Correct. What was it does not correlate. Does not correlate. Does not correlate. Okay. What do you have? If you're not in the Whiteland Dead spot, do you have the dollar amount, or do you want to share the dollar amount of that biggest single win? Yeah, it was. Uh, you guys got me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, sixty-four dollars. Uh, I believe it was like minus one thirty-five. So my my biggest payout win was sixty-five or sixty-four, something like that. Very nice, very nice. So I'm the only one that has the correlation though. What What's your biggest same game parlay or parlay one? Mine was that the same one as the biggest single win, obviously. Oh yeah, mine's related to it, and that shows that I did put ten dollars to win that four hundred forty-four dollars. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Did same. Mine, mine was a ten. Mine, mine was not correlated. Mine was a ten dollar same game parlay at plus five thirty odds. So my biggest win is off a single parlay was fifty three dollars. Nice, good stuff. All right. Well, that that wraps up the uh, FanDuel in review. That was really. Fun. I really enjoyed that. It's good to reminisce on the year that was 2021. Thank you, FanDuel, for that. Um, anything you guys want to touch on or talk about before we uh, move on? Hey, uh, next pod, can we possibly do a uh, gambling New Year's resolutions? Maybe what our goals are for some of those categories? Hey, I, I don't I don't mind it. Uh, Connor won't be really with us for that year so uh but if he if he has one for himself or for if he rejoins the podcast uh by all means he can participate uh if he wants to but i think that'd be a good idea well so this this will be the fan duel 2021 year review episode and then next episode will be the fan duel 2022 year preview maybe so and football friday Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Football Friday. It's going to be an electric episode. Thursday's Football Friday. That's right. You get it. All right, boys. Uh, Dumbest dummy competition bets. So I went two and two on Monday. Um, Hit hit two of my four player props. Jimmy Harden, I can't believe he hit more than... uh, that two and a half threes is a real ball buster. He kind of went off that night, but that that'll happen in the player props game. You know, you uh, you bet an under, or you bet an over, and then some freak fluke type accident or something happens, and it just it is what it is. But uh, we'll keep it moving. Connor, how did you do on Monday? I went six and six. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you went pretty close to even. I was going through them today, and I was like, uh, hit, miss, hit, miss, hit, miss. And I was like, oh, six and six, exactly six and six. I was so confident in hockey. Like, late last night, I was looking at all the basketball, and I was like, okay, hockey just needs to hit, and I'm going to be killing it. But no, uh, Lightning and Trucks did not win in regulation. They both did win. Exactly, yes. But that hurt. Yeah, that was rough. I should have added the boost to uh, my uh, picks. So, well, I don't think the boost was out yet by the time we had recorded this episode. But also, 
I am fairly certain that uh, the the Lightning should have lost last night. They were they were down four to three with like twenty seconds left, and then the Lightning tied it up. Well, they were winning like the entire game. Yeah, yeah. Also, I think the Canadians might have a worse power play than the Golden Knights. I don't know really? if you watched it any of that game, but. Uh, when the Canadians had a power play, I think they said their power play percentage is tied for last in the league. So that stat matches up. But it literally looked like even though the Canadians were on the power play, that they were playing defensive and trying to not let the Lightning score shorthanded on their power play. Like it was literally like the craziest thing I've ever seen. So the, the Canadians are up there with the Golden Knights as having bad power play units. Yeah. And then, of course, Diz was not here on Monday, so he didn't have Dumbest Dummy competition bets. But we do have updated standings. So, I am down 5.46 units on the month. Connor is down 12.38 units this month. And Diz is the only one that is positive, and he is up a whole .24 units. Let's go. So Tread in water over there. <laughs> we are killing it as a podcast in this dumbest dummy competition. Let's go. Now, for bet Do you have something, Diz? I was just going to say it's odd that we're all down individually, but as a group, our best bets, we're, we're doing the best we've ever done as a unit. I think that's interesting. So part of that is the I think the uh, the what am I saying the the caps we put on the group best bets that plus one fifty to minus one fifty it makes us kind of hone in on that and we're not going and searching for something but also it we pick bets that for the most part all three of our great minds come together and combine and agree on a bet. These other ones, we just kind of do on our own. And then if we see, you know, others matching it or whatever, then we'll, you know, pick the best ones as a group. So I, I think that is part of it. You know, three heads are better than one usually. But, um, so I have like a long laundry list of competition bets for tonight. I'm trying to make up some ground. But uh, I went a little bit overboard on the player props. So Patty Player Props is back, and I actually have 11 competition bets for tonight, and they're all kind of long-winded. So I can go first if you want me to do that, or I can go last. But these aren't simple games. These are player props with stats and information backing it. So I'm going to take a while. I might take 15 minutes on my own. So I believe I'd love to go guys. then. Okay. Diz, go ahead and give us your competition bets. Absolutely. So, hey, I have to jump on this. It was my biggest win. We just talked about it. Panthers-Rangers play tonight. The over is six. Uh -huh. um, essentially, it's not the same thing as five and a half, but if we do land on six, it's a it's a push. Right. So I'm taking uh, Panthers-Rangers over six. Now, I am just doing a normal $5 unit. I am not putting 100 piece. want to make that very clear. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how to feel with the NHL being off for so long. I feel like the skaters will be fresh and there will be a lot of pucks on net. So I'm, I'm feeling the over there. Have to stick to what I know. That is my first one. Then I have a FanDuel boost. 
uh, Clemson and Oklahoma both to win in a parlay. Clemson plays Iowa State, and Oklahoma plays Oregon. Clemson-Iowa State is more of a coin flip, but Oklahoma is big favorites against Oregon. So uh, really banking on Clemson tonight and hoping Oklahoma can take care of business. Uh, got those odds at plus 200. So uh, some juicy value there. And then to uh, add to my value, to add to my lead, I have a player prop. It will be Sabonis first basket tonight in the Pacers game. And part of the reason I'm taking this is because uh, Ranko will be at this game. So I'm going to probably watch the first uh, couple minutes or so. And that's the beauty about first basket props, especially betting on the Pacers. You don't have to watch the entire game. So uh, riding Sabonis first basket at plus 650. And then my last one, Patty, I'm, I, we didn't get to see each other on Christmas. So I, I feel like now is the time for you to open your Christmas present live on the air. This is going to be a spectacular moment, and it ties in to my last Dumbest Dummy pick. Now I'm terrified. I don't know what this is going to be. Okay. Very well wrapped, by the way. I don't know if you did this or Sarah did this, Diz, but uh, well done. I, 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 I don't like that you doubted my rapping abilities. That is 100% me. Uh, I'm a better rapper than she is, uh, 100%. I, I, I take pride in my rapping abilities. Well, Straight out of eight mile. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, I can Diz, spit bars too. For the record, you are related to me, and I am the worst rapper of all time. So I just kind of assumed it ran in the family. But I'm also related to Big Mike, who is one of the greatest rappers of all time. So Mike would uh, just wrap our gifts in newspaper. I mean, shout out Dirty Mike. I missed the guy, but I mean. The ability for him to rap in newspaper, it's actually harder than wrapping paper. So maybe that's how he got so good. Yeah, that, that could be it. Okay, so there's no tape on this box, I don't think. So I'm going to reveal this and see what we got. Oh no! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man! All right. I was just hoping it wasn't Tanev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, release the kraken! Release the kraken! Oh my goodness! <laughs> looks better on you than i thought it would i'm not gonna lie about that uh i i it is a yanni gourd jersey i don't know if you're a fan of yanni gourd but uh oh yeah he um i i just i figured uh that would be the one i should go for um so transitioning into my final bet simply because i got you the gift got you the jersey i gotta go cracking uh minus 135 money line tonight that is my last pick thought it fit the gift Oh, that is amazing. Thank you, Diz. I appreciate it. And did you say that this came from China, or did I miss that? This is 100% uh, a fake jersey from a sweatshop, uh, but it, it looks real. It looks better than I thought it would. Yeah, no, it, it looks fantastic. Did, now, my question is, did you order this five months ago, and you just got it in time for Christmas? That's actually a funny story. I ordered it uh, <laughs> late November, so I was totally ready to put a piece of paper with mm. a picture of the jersey in the box and say, hey, this is coming in March of 22. But it actually came on time, and I was juiced about that. So uh, there we go. This this is fantastic. I mean, it's it's a fantastic-looking jersey, too. Top Dog got Connor a Seattle Kraken jersey. Uh, it 
a real Seattle Kraken jersey. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how it compares necessarily, but it it looks stitched. It looks real. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. take it. I will say it does smell really weird. I don't know if you've smelled it yet. Uh, I was well, he's wearing about, it. I was concerned about the smell, but yeah, like Connor said, I mean, no offense to Patty, but he hasn't smelled the best at certain points. So oh, I figured come that on. Be an issue. Unbelievable. I, fi- I figured that wouldn't be an issue. I don't know the last time you've showered. I know you've been cooped up in the house for a bit, so wow. I didn't think that I showered last night, all right? There we go. See, I'm proud of you. Your hygiene is improving. Unbelievable. That that ricochet shot that I just took for my hygiene was totally unnecessary. Yeah, I got I got to bring I got to bring you down somehow. I can't just I can't just compliment you all night. <laughs> okay. He's saying your hygiene is just like your bets, they think. Oh man, it just keeps coming. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. We have to take you down a peg. You're riding high right now because you got a jersey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bring it to reality. All right, Connor, go ahead and give us your dumbest dummy. But thank you, Diz. This is a great, great gift. Even if it's not 100% legit, I'm treating it as <laughs> if it is. Hey, I appreciate that. You're you're welcome, bud. All right, so I have 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! So basically, Connor is taking every NBA game, every NHL game, and the Maybe parlaying them together or both separately from each other, but parlaying all all but one is a hockey bet. <laughs> oh wow! So you are going <laughs> hockey money lines and then hockey over unders and then yes. okay, all right. I was I was kind of close, but go on. I'll let you I'll let you rattle through these, and I'll even let you know on the money lines which ones I agree or disagree with. All right, so I took two uh, boosts that are part of this. One of them is a hockey boost. It's the Devils, Capitals, and Panthers to all win at plus 440. And then the other one is Clemson and Oklahoma to win at plus 200. That is my only non-hockey. Okay, but I I didn't get a touch on this because Diz also took that. I also took that boost. It's not part of my Dumbest Dummy picks, but I do really, really like that. And Diz, normally I would agree with you saying that Clemson and Iowa State is a toss-up, but... All, a lot of Iowa State key players are not playing in this. Clemson has their full team playing. So I, I do, in fact, like Clemson a lot in that game. I, I love that Connor took it. I mean, whenever Connor bets, whenever me and Connor bet together, it normally hits. So I'm feeling great. I mean, just forget the fact that I said I also took it. But, you know, it's fine. It's we, only us. Yeah, it's just you two. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I mean, okay, all right. I'm sorry, Patty. I, I'm I'm more confident that we're all taking it. There we go. There we go. Can you just cut out the part? Yeah, you're our editor too. <laughs> it's fine. We'll do it live. All right, continue, Connor. Sorry to interrupt. All right, so I got six money lines next, and then parlayed them together. So I'm taking the Devils, the Capitals, and the Panthers, just like the boost. Then the Oilers, the Flyers, and the Ducks. So I am betting against the Kraken. <laughs> and I, I, I saw what you took in NHL. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> I would call that an underdog parlay, the one you took. Oh, I will say I did notice I took quite a few money line underdogs, but when you were just reading those <laughs> off, I was like, oh, man, if we go six for six, being on opposite sides, that would just be icing on the cake. Uh so parlaying that together brings it to thirty four ninety eight. Nice, nice. So, 
Then we go to the overs and unders. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you touched on any of these. Mm-mm. Did you? No? Okay. I'm taking the Devils over six, the Capitals over six, the Panthers over six and a half is what I got them at earlier today. Mm. The Oilers under six and a half, the Ducks under six and or the Flyers under six and a half, and the Ducks over five and a half. You took a Kraken under? I did, because I mean, Tanev is out. That is true, and the Flyers kind of suck. Yeah, so with Tanev out, I did not take the Kraken money line or for them to hit the over. And it's six and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and a half is a lot. But also, we, we yeah. do kind of have to wait and see what, what this team looks like without Tanev. Tanev is that uh, that spark for that team. Whether he's scoring or not, he's usually making things happen. But Yeah. And then uh, parlay the over and unders that I took for fifty-two ninety-three. Jesus, there, there, there is a possibility that Connor could just be running away with this thing by the end of the night. Could be. Are you concerned? No, no concerns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right, that's all yours, right? Yep, that's all of them. All sixteen of them. That's it. That's all I had. Okay. Connor, Connor, a little prop bet for you. Will Patty's synopsis of his dummy's dummy picks be over or under seven and a half minutes? I'm going to time it. Oh, boy. Does that include any it. comments or feedback from you guys? Uh, it depends what Connor says. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does include it, and yes, you're going over it? I am going under. Oh, wow. Okay. Under seven and a half. Because I will not have much to say about these. Because they're all basketball. And basketball's only, not. Only thing I have to say is I didn't see the Devin Booker one out there. So could he be out tonight? Oh, my God. I will freak out if that is the case. <laughs> Time starts on you, Patty. I'm hammering the over. You know how I do it. Yeah. Let me see. Hold on. No, Devin Booker's player points are still out there, so I assume he's it's out there. They might be just changing lines or something. Sometimes they'll do that. Okay. So I'm not I'm not ready to worry about it just just yet. But, I didn't ask if you were concerned. Oh, sorry. Let me make sure. My apologies. <laughs> so, like I mentioned, I have 11 NBA player props tonight. Patty player props is in the full, timer. full full swing. And if, if, if you guys are listening and watching this and you want to check out now, I understand because this next like 15 minutes might be real boring because it's just going to be me rambling on about player props. So we will start off in Memphis. Memphis is taking on the Lakers. I've got four from this game alone. So uh, really like the matchups in this one. But we're going to start off with Steven Adams over 12 and a half rebounds plus assists at minus 113. So over his last five games, he has averaged 15.2 rebounds plus assists. Also, in two games against the Lakers this season, he has averaged 18 and a half. And that's just simply because the Lakers aren't very good at defense. They rank 28th in rebounds allowed and 27th in assists allowed. So I really like this spot. I like this Memphis team to put up a lot of stats against this Lakers' terrible defense. Can I cash out and take the over? 
Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Over the time. <laughs> um, the, the next one, still in that same game, we're going Desmond Bain over 18.5 points at minus 116, which, by the way, Desmond Bain is a great name. I Strong, Fantastic. powerful name. Um, but he also has hit this in seven of his last ten games. But he has hit this line in five straight games without Dylan Brooks. And, of course, he is out tonight. So I think that he has realized that he has to step up in the absence of Dylan Brooks, take more shots, have more opportunities, play more minutes. And again, the Lakers' defense is horrific. They rank 27th in points allowed. I like Desmond Bain over 18.5 points at minus 116 if you need that. I don't know if you need that, Connor, for secretary note-taking abilities. Thanks for calling me secretary again. But yep. Uh, yep. I'll add that to the list of adjectives. Up. Add that to the list of adjectives when I read it off Secretary. in the final episode. Yeah. Secretary. Secretary. Okay. Now, this 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 one, this is the one that I'm taking just basically a pure flyer on. Not necessarily a ton of stats to back this up, but the matchup is great, so I'm doing this, and this is my guy. I've been trying to do this for a few a few times this season. Ja Morant triple double tonight at plus two thousand odds. This is a combo of all the facts and stats that we've heard so far about the Lakers. They play, The Lakers played last night, and they had two players last night, LeBron and Russell Westbrook, get triple doubles in the same game. So I think that they will not be able to put up a good performance in back-to-back nights on the road. I think LeBron's old. LeBron might not even play, even though it says he's probably going to play. He's, he's an old man. There's no denying it. He's on the back-to-back of a road uh, doubleheader. I could see them just happening to decide he's sitting out at the last minute. But, um, again, the Lakers rank 27th in points allowed, 28th in rebounds allowed, and 27th in assists allowed. That's bottom five in the league in all three major categories. So if there is a game that is perfect for John Morant to get his triple-double, it is tonight. Let's cash this, boys. Moving on to the last player prop for this game. I I know I mentioned LeBron may or may not play. That's just my personal opinion. But if he does play, I I am taking LeBron over 28.5 points at minus 116 value. Now, uh, he hit this same line last night, so I like that. Um, But I actually took him at 30-plus points last night. Um, But this one's a bit of a buffer because, again, it is a back-to-back on the road. Uh, LeBron's not the spry young fella he used to be, but uh, he actually averages 34.3 points this season without Anthony Davis playing. And, of course, he is out tonight again, and he hasn't had a single game without Anthony Davis where he didn't score 30 points this season. So uh, this one, this one seems like almost a lock, and I just I didn't want to go 30-plus for the additional value just because I don't know that he can do it again after the night he had last night. But I do think 28.5 is a safe lock of a number. So if he doesn't play, does that bet just void it? Correct. That basically is I get my dollar back that I bet on it. It doesn't count as a plus or minus unit in this competition. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's all it is. It actually happened on Monday. DeAndre Ayton didn't end up playing. He was a late scratch, so my, my bet was just void. All right, moving away from that game, we're going 
this is my first under of this uh, slate. I'm going Frank Jackson under five and a half rebounds plus assists at minus 122 value. Plain and simple, this line is just wrong. He has hit this line once this season. That is one out of 32 games that he has played. He has hit this line, and he hasn't hit it in his last 10 games. So I, I, I like the under here on Frank Jackson. Rebounds and assists. What's the, what's the catch? I know you're a too-good-to-be-true guy. How, what, what's, our, what's our defense of a too-good-to-be-true? What, 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 what's the catch here? Why, why is this line so low? Or why is it so high, I mean? Um, I'm curious. Let me check and see if he is uh... – starting uh he is starting so i think that i think that factors into it i don't know if he started the last game or the last couple of games but um the the fact of the matter is the detroit team is riddled with covid uh i mean luca garza is starting at center for them tonight diz um he averages like four minutes a game when he's not starting and so um i think last game in fact uh, Frank Jackson did start, and so did Luca Garza. I mean, they, they're Detroit's down bad. They just have no one left on their roster, so they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, but even last game, Frank Jackson did not hit this five and a half rebounds plus assists. And so I think they just kind of gave him a little bit of a buffer because he's starting and he'll see increased minutes. But uh, I, I don't see it. Gotcha. And it is juiced to minus 122. Most of these are around the minus 110 range. But the ones that are juiced a bit are the minus 122. So that that line may even move down to 4.5. I would not take this at 4.5 for the record. Um, he, he has hit 5 a couple times in the last 10 games. But I think at, I think at f- under 5.5, I think that's a lock. If, if there is such thing as a lock. All right, moving on. Dorian Finney-Smith, over 20.5 points plus rebounds plus assists at minus 102. So if you recall, I actually had the same guy in the same pick on Monday, but the line was at 17.5. So the market has adjusted. They realized that that line was wrong on Monday. This has moved up to 20.5. But he actually averages 21.2 points plus rebounds plus assists without Luka Doncic. And, Connor, what do we say about the Kings? Say to always fade the Kings, hockey or basketball. And they are facing the basketball Kings tonight. They rank 28th in points allowed, 25th in rebounds allowed, and 16th in assists allowed. So I'm going back to the Dorian Finney-Smith points, rebounds, and assists well tonight. We're, we're getting there, boys. We, we still, we're about halfway there. Hope you guys are 30. We're 30 seconds away from the over. So for Connor's (laughs) sake, you better make this quick. Hey, I cashed out after the first one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, This next one is Mikal Bridges over 13 and a half points plus assists at minus 122. He has hit this in seven of nine games without DeAndre Ayton. And they're playing the Oklahoma City Thunder, which aren't a very good team. But they rank 17th in points allowed and 22nd in assists allowed. So I really like this matchup. Um, same game here. I'm going Devin Booker over nine and a half rebounds plus assists at minus 108. He has hit this in six of seven games without Aiton, like I mentioned. Um, and again, it's a very good matchup against the Oklahoma City Thunder. They rank 29th in rebounds allowed, and again, 22nd in assists allowed. 
and with Aiton, and with Aiton out, there's more rebounds to be had by the Suns and just by anyone in this game in general. So I like that one. <laughs> now I'm going to my second and final under of this uh, list. Isaiah Roby under seven and a half rebounds plus assists at minus 132. Now I do have a question. Do either of you guys know who Isaiah Roby is or what team he plays on? I have no idea. I looked at the notes. Well, for the record, I didn't. And I don't think you guys would without Connor getting a little brief, brief period. But he has not (laughs) hit this line yet this season. Um, And Phoenix ranks 19th in rebounds allowed and 6th in assists allowed. So, uh, I I mean, I I just really think that, again, this is another one where maybe a player that doesn't play so much, they kind of were feeling out what his line should be for some of these, and this one's just plain wrong. Uh, the next one, I'm going Jordan Clarkson of the Utah Jazz over 20.5 points at minus 104. What? Yeah, Connor? Raising my hand. This is the one I was thinking of, not Devin Booker. This is the one that I think is no longer out there. Oh, no, Connor. Why? Oh, no. This is, I do not see his name. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. No, he's still out there. You have to hit show all on the player points because... Don't show all. He's out. <laughs> but anyway, Wow, you have to scroll one more to see him. Yeah, he's a garbage player then. Didn't make the front page. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but this one was interesting to me. So Donovan Mitchell is out tonight for the Jazz. Um, and he has actually... Jordan Clarkson has hit this line in both games this season without Donovan Mitchell in the game. And the Trailblazers ranked 26 in points allowed. So uh, not sure why this line is where it is. Maybe it's because Jordan Clarkson just doesn't start. But uh, we're going to keep it moving here. And the final one for you guys, I'm going Tyrese Halliburton. Over 11.5 rebounds plus assists at minus 111. So he has hit this in eight of his last ten, including seven straight games. He has been the Kings' darling. He's been the one bright spot on this Kings team that we fade and don't mess with. Um, but he, he just puts up stats. He's a stat sheet stuffer, as some people like to call them. Um, and the Mavs rank 15th in rebounds allowed and 17th in assists allowed. So not as good of a matchup as I was hoping for, but uh, I'm jumping on this Halliburton train. And that is all for Patty's player props for the dumbest dummy competition bets. 11 minutes. I told you, boys, it might have been close to 15. So, Ooh. there you go. Don't ask the the class if they have any questions, because that uh, the nerdy one will always have something to ask and keep the whole class afterwards. Hey, right. do we have any homework? Just kidding. <laughs> wow. Wow. There was, always that, there was always that kid that would just ruin the night for you. <laughs> A uh, uh, little live update here. After one quarter, Clemson is up 3-2-0 on Iowa State. Killing them. Just slaughter fest out there. Yeah. Yep. All right. Group best bets. Um, so as a group, we are up 2.83 units. We had a 3-0 and night on Monday. No thanks to Diz, but uh, we are keeping it moving. Wow. Sorry. 
You, I, I took a few shots to this episode. I had to throw one right back. It's fair. That's fair. Fair is fair. Um, bets that we like tonight. Um, let's see. Well, Connor, there Panthers, was... Panthers over six. Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Minus one twenty. Okay. Let me write this down. Panthers Rangers over six. In the I'll words of Miles, pucks on net, baby. That's right. Shout out Fork Me. Shout out Miles. Um, how do so Connor? I think this was the one game that we actually agreed on. How do we feel about the Ducks money line versus the Canucks? Uh, yeah, the Canucks have been terrible since the beginning of the season, and it's at home for Anaheim. Uh, I didn't even think they would let the Canucks travel to Anaheim, but they did. Uh, all right, it's minus one fourteen. How do you feel about it, Diz? Yeah, I'll ride with you. You guys are hot without me, so whatever you guys want, I'm I'm here for it. Okay, and then um, I I don't feel great about any NBA picks tonight. I feel great about player props, but uh, do how do we feel about taking Oklahoma minus seven versus the Oregon Ducks? Gives me the shakes, Oklahoma. Has struggled covering the spread, and I don't know. I know I have a money line in my dumbest dummy, but seven points seems like a lot. You know I hate taking favorites by that much. Okay. Um... My my last suggestion, I was talking to uh, a coworker today who is a Purdue fan, and uh, I'm loving Nichols plus 29 against Purdue on the hardwood tonight simply because Nichols, I believe they're like 9-5 and five or something, and they have a win over a Power 5 team. So I feel like 29 points is, is a lot to cover, especially if Purdue has a lead. They'll probably uh, rest their starters. I know Purdue has a lot of depth and whatnot, but uh, I feel like that could be a fun bet, rooting for Nichols to cover by 29. Well, Diz, I have bad news for you. That game is currently ongoing. Son of a bitch, what's the score? Nichols is down 17. At what point in the game? 14 minutes left to go. Damn it. I'm shit. The current spread wish... is 27 and a half. Damn it. I wish I bet it. Yeah. Um... Nickels and dimes. Nickels and dimes. We got screwed. No, that's not how the saying goes. We could uh, pull a page from my boy Miles and just go Kentucky minus 20 versus Missouri on the hardwood. I know nothing about either of these teams. I know Kentucky's generally good at basketball, Missouri's generally not. Was this a was this a scheduled game or was this part of the uh, Kentucky said we'll play anyone? I, I saw that Kentucky was like, hey, if you get a game canceled because the other team has COVID, come play us, which I kind of love that move. Um, I, I, I'm down for that. Well, th- this is an SEC matchup, so I assume this was a scheduled game. Oh, okay. But still, I like Kentucky 20 points at home. Sure. All right. Let me put these in real quick. What are the odds on that? Uh, minus 110. What could go wrong? Just betting a sport blindly that we don't really follow. All right, boys. It is time for the 
multi-sport hail mary parlay of the day and when i say this is a hail mary this is as close to a hail mary as you're going to see on this podcast i bet every single nba and every single nhl game and like connor said a lot of my nhl ones were money line underdogs so i know connor probably already saw the value of this i did so diz best of luck to you we have 14 legs on here i believe what do you think the value is for one dollar on this 14 legs and you're and i'm feeling saucy on the ice six of them are on the ice and most of them are money line underdogs yeah, I, I bet it. I bet it's a couple G's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say nine thousand. Okay, that's more than a couple G's. You were actually relatively close. <laughs> Me and Connor kind of looked at each other when you said a couple G's because we're like, if he just guesses two thousand, he's gonna be wrong. This is one dollar to win thirteen thousand thirty-four dollars and eighty-four cents. Holy! This would be on my 2022 uh, year preview or year in review whenever that comes out. Um, Holy cow. So we'll start in the NBA. And then first one, I'm going Pacers minus three and a half versus the Hornets. I don't feel great about it. I don't like betting on the Pacers, but the Pacers are at home where they're generally better against the spread, and the Hornets are on the road when they're generally bad against the spread. So I'm, I am hoping the Pacers have themselves a game, and it makes me feel great knowing that Rankle is going to be at that game. Absolutely. But then I'm going Knicks minus seven and a half versus the Pistons, Clippers plus six versus the Celtics, Grizzlies minus five and a half versus the Lakers, Bulls minus eight versus the Hawks, Thunder plus fourteen versus the Suns, Jazz minus seven and a half versus the Trailblazers, and then Mavericks minus two and a half versus the Kings. Connor, I struggled with that, with that Mavericks one, but we, we say it all the time: you have to fade the Kings. You got it. That that was the only reason I took that side of that bet because I feel like the Mavericks have more people out than the Trailblazers do, but you, you have to, or the, the Kings, sorry, but you have to fade the Kings. Yeah, we have certain rules here that you have to abide by. You fade both of the Kings. You always bet the over on the Sabres. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, over the on the Kraken. We don't make the rules. We just follow them. I did not take the over on the Kraken. I think Tanev changes the game. Well, in six and a half, is, we, we usually say bet the over five and a half. And yeah. so when it gets to six and a half, you kind of have to really evaluate things. But, mm-hmm. And then in the NHL, I'm going Sabres money line versus Devils, Predators money line versus Capitals, Rangers money line versus Panthers, Blues money line versus the Oilers, Kraken money line versus the Flyers, and Ducks money line versus Canucks. And it's hilarious because I bet the exact opposite side of the three teams on that boost. Yeah, way to go there. Which almost makes me feel better because I feel like a lot of time the boosts are uh, uh, cursed, if you will. Hockey boosted yesterday. It did. It did. I took it as well. That did hit for us. It was nice, nice little payday. Uh, Hockey's back, though. You doubt it. Hockey, baby. Hockey. Pucks on net. You got it. Great. I had to, I had to watch some hockey last night because the hockey came back. And I watched that horrific Canadians power play, and I was like, okay, I'm turning this off. Yeah, that's a game I wouldn't have watched. Yeah, yeah, I know. I watched either of the other two. But the other two started <laughs> at 10.30, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not having that. Yeah. 
right, boys. Well, because of my long-winded answers and responses, we are now over an hour long. But uh, do you guys have anything that you guys need to get off your chest before we uh, go into a football Friday or Thursday edition of Football Friday tomorrow? I was just going to ask when uh, Connor's last pod is. Do we know when that's going to be? So I believe that is next Friday. Is that correct? Yes, the seventh. Yes. Holy. So we have one more week with our glorious, esteemed partner, Connor, here. Pat, I'm going to send you like 80 different nicknames. I want you to rattle yes. it off for like 10 oh, minutes. Lord. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be possibly the greatest intro to the podcast of all time. It'll probably rival up there with my 11 player props that I rattled off for 11 minutes. We're going to have 15 minutes of Connor introduction. Well, hopefully it's not gone forever. <laughs> I know, but that's just, <laughs> but it, it'll be electric. It'll be, it'll be a good way to, good way to go. All right. But anything that you guys need to go off your chest? I love that hockey's back. Uh, got to reminisce in our year. Pretty great in my uh, four months, actually. But, yeah. It's all right, though. What a four months hey, it was. Yeah, I was going to say, your four months was more impressive than my entire year. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I actually just thought about this. I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was pretty funny. So on Pat McAfee's show today, he had uh, Dr. Drew on. Yeah. And uh, I don't know too much about Dr. Drew. Um, I, I oh, do you know about Doctor? Yeah, Drew? I do. I do know Doctor Drew. What What's he famous for? I I don't. I mean, uh, he had like a. Uh, was it like a TV um, show? Yeah, it was like a late night show. I forget what, what I it was called. And now he has his own podcast called Doctor Drew After Dark, where okay. people just obnoxious people send him ridiculous questions and stuff. Gotcha. Okay, but anyways, he he came on uh, the Pat McAfee show and they were talking about stuff because. Uh, someone basically said Pat McAfee was sp- spreading misinformation and trying to get people killed on his show. So they brought on Dr. Drew, like an actual doctor with degrees and stuff, to talk about COVID and the vaccines and stuff. And Dr. Drew said that he believes if you are vaccinated and you end up getting COVID, then you have what some people are referring to as super immunity because you have the, the immunity from getting the virus itself and then also added in with the the va- the vaccine, you know, helping out or whatever. So basically, boys, I'm super immune to COVID now, and I'm basically like just good to go for forever. I I just wanted to throw that out there and let you guys know that I am now super immune to COVID. Well, the uh, overlords at YouTube are going to kick you off now for <laughs> spreading misinformation. So. <laughs> hey. If they don't kick off Pat McAfee, then they can't kick us off, right? We're basically in the same boat. That is 100% incorrect. <laughs> more, more, more misinformation. It just keeps flowing. He's got all the FanDuel money now. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could own YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, Patty, Patty has that jersey now, so who's the real winner? Yeah. Well, apparently me, if I'm super immune and I have this jersey now. So, I mean, things are looking up for your boy. I, I just had to share that. I thought it was hilarious. Before well, you pass. Just, it'd be very unfortunate if we got kicked off YouTube for my last week. 
that was going to be on the pod suspension Man. for a week. <laughs> we, we we would have to bring Craig back. I know Diz has been pushing to bring Craig back into the mix, anyways. So I miss Craig <laughs> for a couple for a couple months of my life. Craig was the only thing I was sure about. So well, Craig was going to have his own camera and everything. I don't know if uh, <laughs> you were part of that discussion. Connor wanted to have a, a bubble or a, a screen camera for Craig. And it was just going to be a teddy bear with like a knife into it. A bunch of stab wounds and yeah. a knife. In it. And there's Craig. He, he is dead. R.I.P. Craig. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, Connor went relatively dark. And I said, I don't have the, the setup or the capabilities to make that happen. But uh, Craig, Craig did have a possibility of making it on camera at some point. We would have the uh, Craig cam. The Craig cam, yeah. And if if we had like buttons and everything split up, we're like, all right, now we're gonna go talk to Craig here on the Craig cam, and it's just full screen, and it's just a teddy bear. It's yeah. a possibility. Hey, we're 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 twenty twenty two preview. We're we're gonna get a Craig cam and get get some <laughs> get Craig some action on the podcast in Connor's absence. Forget getting advertisers no. or anything like that. None of that. Craig cam is number one. How do you think we get all of that? It starts with the Craig camp. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening and joining us for this 2021 year in review. We really appreciate it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And find us on YouTube and subscribe to us on YouTube. If you search for Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar in the YouTube and filter by channel, we should be that top option. Look for that black and yellow logo. You can't miss it. Um, and uh, we look forward to you guys joining us tomorrow for not only a football Friday, but also our goals and resolutions for the 2022 year. So, uh, Hopefully tonight is profitable for everyone, and we will see you all tomorrow.